Welcome to the Winning Drive Podcast, where Parkland USA employees discover the tools, strategies, and resources to increase safety, productivity, and success. Here's your host, Ben Fanning. Holy smokes, this is the second part of the interview with COO of Parkland USA, Jay Erickson. And in case you missed the first one, make sure you check that out later. You don't have to go back and check it out now. You can listen to this interview first. But in the first one, we go into his background, actually growing up in his parents' convenience store. So he understands the nuts and bolts of that business very, very well. And then in this upcoming episode, we actually get into how he used to work for Kroger and was on the side of the business that was actually acquired by a different organization. So he's been through both being in an organization that was doing the acquiring and part of the organization that's being acquired. So he understands it from both perspectives. And he has some really unique insights you're going to want to check out here. And don't miss the first story in this one with how a twist in his career led to his success on down the road, and then how to stay positive in an uncertain situation. And by the way, if you're curious, what in the world does a chief operating officer even do? Well, Jay goes through it point by point and explains it to you. So you'll walk away understanding that. And then he gets into a very exciting part of this interview, which is what's the biggest potential that he sees at Parkland USA and how you can be a part of that. And then we wind this thing up with four success strategies for every Parkland USA employee. Enjoy the episode. Looking forward to sharing this episode with you this week, but before we get into that, first, the news. As you recall, we created a COVID plan in March 2020 and revised it numerous times throughout the pandemic. These efforts were created to help us stay healthy during the global health crisis and to continue to operate the business safely. Our Parkland USA COVID plan actually expires at the end of June, and we are officially exiting our plan at that time. General managers of the Rocks still have decision-making authority in all cases where they still need to be made in regards to COVID-related matters. And if you have any questions, please contact your GM or your people and culture manager. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your patience, your empathy, hand-washing, mask-wearing, and social distancing. Parkland USA is able to resume normal operations at this time because of you and all that you did to keep yourself safe and your coworkers healthy over the past 15 months. And also, by way of news, the Northern Tier Rock has actually doubled their drival referral bonus for employees. That's right. It has increased from $1,000 to $2,000. So let your dispatcher or people in culture manager know. Now on to the episode. So when's the time you had a twist or failure in your career that led to your success and growth on down the road? Ooh, let me think. Um, so I'll give you a, kind of a, a little bit of a take on that. So um, that maybe will kind of, mm -hmm. you know, resonate with, with the team out there. Um, so, you know, with Parkland being an acquisition company, you know, we're, we're, we're going out and we're buying companies and, and, you know, 
folks have been working for these these private companies maybe you know a year maybe 20 years mm-hmm. maybe 30 mm-hmm. years and now you know they're going to be part of this bigger team and so um, I'm sure it uh, you know I'm sure it's it's unsettling and and you can be nervous and you're not sure about you know how, what Parkland is who they are how they're going to treat us and so I'll just kind of share share my story of, of you know I had been with um, the Kroger company, which is the largest grocer, um, but they also owned 800 convenience stores in the U.S. And so I'd worked my way up through, through you know, 23 years, 24 years with them. And, and I bled, I bled Kroger blue. Um, I, you know, yeah. I, I knew I was going to retire with Kroger. It was just, you know, I started with them right out of, out of, um, at a college and, and, you know, I'd worked for them when I was a kid when, because they acquired the store that I worked at. And so, you know, I just knew I was going to retire there. And so I finally worked myself up when I, I was a president of a division um, in Florida. I had Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, um, and I just loved it. And it was, it was my dream job. And you know, I re- re- relocated my family there. And about six months later, I get this dreaded phone call um, that uh, our parent company was going to sell the convenience stores off mm-hmm. and they were going to sell mm-hmm. them off to another company. And so, you know, all this stuff goes, yes, all this stuff goes through my head, you know, that probably goes to, you know, a lot of the companies that, you know, that we've acquired is, you know, what's, what's going to happen? Like, you know, how, you know, my family, I moved them. Is this new company going to, you know, be a good company? You know, are, will they want me? Will I have a job? You know, all this crazy stuff that goes into your head, whether it's, you know, you, your mind kind of plays a little bit of tricks on you. And so I was worried and, but I went, you know, what I did is I, I just decided to have a positive attitude and stay Mm -hmm. focused on, on, you know, because my people needed me and and they were worried and they weren't sure how, what was going to happen. So, you know, I stay, I wanted to stay positive. I didn't know what the future was going to be, but, you know, I really thought, Hey, the best I can do is I, I can only can control what I can control, which is mm-hmm. how I react to things. And so I, I just try to stay positive and, and be there for my people and work through the process. And, and, you know, I was fortunate. We were able to, to stay on with the acquiring company. And then um, what's even greater is that um, two years later, I found Parkland and I wow. wouldn't, I would have never found Parkland if nothing would have changed. And so mm. while I was thought this was the worst thing that ever happened to me, it actually ended up being the best thing that happened to me because wow. I found, I found, you know, I found that Kroger really wasn't, it was, it was great, but Parkland was even greater. And, um, and, you know, Parkland just gives its great leadership, good opportunities, a growing company. And so, um, so that's my little twist there where, and, and I would just say, you know, uh, with the acquisitions and we're going to continue to grow that, you know, uh, this is going to be a good place to grow and that we're going to take care of people and we're going to build something special here. And I just encourage people to, to want to be part of that. Jay, so many powerful things about that story. One is, you know what it's like to work for a company that's been acquired. And people maybe experiencing that, they're listening to this podcast, maybe they were acquired by Parkland and they're still unsure. And you're giving them that advice. Hey, I've been on that side. And number one thing you said is focus on what you can control. And you can't control the acquisition, but how you meet the people, how you start on day one with them and how you bring your experience and your positive attitude, all those things are within your circle of control. 
And the funny thing is, I think it's in Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, which I think is the most the second most widely read book in the world, or at least I hear that, is by focusing on your circle of influence, it grows. And when you don't focus on it, it shrinks. And it's funny how that works. And it sounds like you grew it a lot. (laughs) It led to some big (laughs) leadership opportunities, but um, great advice there. So let's... yeah, go ahead. And, go ahead. And, I'm, and I'm very cautious too that, you know, as, as we continue to grow as an organization, it's making sure that we um, we spend the time with, with you know, these companies that we're bringing on and, and making sure that people know that, you know, hey, we're, we're, tra- we're going to be transparent. We're a great company. We want, you know, we need people. We, we need, we need, we need people to help us grow and help us be the company we want to be. And so, it, you know, it's really about, Hey, I've been through it. I know what you're going through and then you helping them like get through this. Cause it's a very stressful time, but it also, it can be really great on the other side. And so my hope is that we can get them transitioned so that they can see all the greatness that we can, yeah. we can build together. Yeah. The unknown and change can feel like the abyss. Like you're kind of staring out there into the ocean and like, you can't see what's happening. Yeah. But it sure does help to have a leader who understands and who's really making the effort to show everyone the opportunity and also create the opportunity. Um, yeah, what a great, you know, what a great word there. So let's talk a little bit about what does a chief operating officer do? Because not everybody may understand what it, you know, what this role is because Parkland USA did not have one, right? And now they yep. do. So it's a new role. And why is it so important? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we like to throw around acronyms. And so sometimes you'll hear chief operating officer. Sometimes you'll hear COO, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all the same thing. It's just an acronym, but you know, it's, it's really, I'm really tasked with overseeing the day-to-day administrative and operational functions of the business. And so um, we're at the point now as, as an organization that, as we talked about with acquisitions. And so now we have a number of rocks, um, we have a number of different business units. And so mm-hmm. it's a perfect time to bring, you know, um, it, Doug is, I'm just amazed by Doug and, and, and how many different hats Doug wears and Laura wears. And, and so it was just time to bring in some additional help and, and take some of the, you know, the, the load off Doug, because Doug had, gosh, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 direct reports and, you know, he had his hands in everything and, uh-huh. and he's, it's just amazing the builder he is and what he's built so far, but you know, for us to continue to grow, um, what we have to do is we need to now, you know, with this role is to come in and and, and work with these great individuals mm-hmm. and start looking at, you know, how are we doing business? How can we be more efficient? What what best practices are we doing over here that we can share over here? And so, you know, a lot of it is is just, you know, sharing best practices, making sure that we have really strong foundation um, mm-hmm. on our systems and processes so that, you know, get that foundation built and then you can start layering in more acquisitions. But if you try to, if you try to build a, layer in lots of acquisitions on about bad foundation, it's kind of like a house. You've built a house with a bad mm. foundation. It starts kind of like falling over. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with the business. And so what mm. we want to do is, mm. is build that foundation with our systems, become like an integration machine where, where we can start bringing things in, um, 
And so, no, I, I want to be part of that. I want to take some of the day-to-day off, off Doug so he can continue to focus on, on really growing the M&A uh, pipeline of, of more acquisitions. It's, um, you know, making sure we build strong teams uh, because as we grow, we need to grow people that we have in the, in the system, but we also need to go out and recruit some, some great people too to help us. And so- Yeah, you got to build that team out because, yeah, you're growing. <laughs> got to have yeah. the players on. It's uh, yeah. managing our budgets and our P&L. So, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the end of the day, we have to make money and we have to do it efficiently. So it's making sure that we, we keep everybody focused on, you know, what we're doing and how we can really take care of our customers so that we can help our, our, our P&L, um, you know, quickly and efficiently uh, integrating new assets into the organization. So the sooner that we can integrate, so you, if you buy a group of stores or you buy, you know, uh, some trucks and it takes you two years to integrate it, it's two years of doing things two different ways or 10 different ways. Yeah, and, and, so, you're, and you're, and you're spreading your resources too thin without managing all these different methods. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you know, we, 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 you look at it and you say, well, you know, if we do it in a year, if we do it in two, it'll give us some time to do this catch up. I can tell you in one or two years, like you've, you got other things that are on the plate now and it never gets easier. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, the new sooner technology, we can, new regulations, I mean, you, you name it. Yeah. So the sooner we can do it and we can get everybody on the same system, we can, we can get it working, same process, getting everybody kind of in the same groove, then we can grow again. Um, and, and this, I like to say it kind of stops the bleeding because otherwise you're, you bleed for a little while because you're trying to, you, you're spread thin, you're doing things 10 different ways. You know, um, you might do it this one way over here and this way over here. So it's just not, it's not efficient. And so, you know, that'll be one of the things I really focus on is, mm-hmm. is trying to get us common and being able, that way we can layer in uh, these acquisitions quicker. And so then we yeah. can, we can take more on. Um, but yeah, building that strong foundation, you know, it's also kind of uh, uh, being kind of handling all the company's internal affairs um, and then working with Doug on, on being the public face of Parkland USA. So, you know, I want to tell the story, you know, I'm sure you can kind of hear the passion that I have for Parkland, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want, I want people to, I want people to know what we're building here, what a great team we are, you know, what, are, what our values are, what, how we treat people. And, you know, if, if I'm an independent business owner out there and I'm thinking, you know what, I want, I'm at the point where I'm thinking about potentially selling. I want them mm-hmm. to come and see us and see the great stuff that we're doing, how we'll, how we'll treat their business, how we'll treat their people. We'll give their people opportunities that they probably never would have guessed they would have had. Um, maybe opportunities they wouldn't have had in their, in their current um, company. And so I want, you know, Doug and I want to get out there and really tell the story, you know, um, get on panels and committees and, and, you know, and, and industry events so that, People know who we are and what we're trying to achieve and, and kind of build that excitement. Yeah, you really sound like a guy who likes to lead from the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get out there. Uh, I talked about earlier being in the trucks, getting in more in the C stores, like you say, speaking, telling the story. It's an exciting time to be at Parkland. And it's great when the leader wants to get out there and do that. Um, so it's and you share, you may have and you've already shared some of this, but I was wondering, is there any other piece of your vision for accelerating operations within Parkland USA? Because it sounds like you didn't say the word acceleration, but that's the word that I was hearing. Yeah. Because you're saying, hey, we can go faster with this. And you're and you want to you want to go ahead and do it now because 
there's more change coming. And so you don't want to get too far, too far behind the curve. Exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. very similar. So, you know, when, when I think of, um, you know, building that, you know, the accelerating operations and into the U mm -hmm. into Parkland U.S. It's like building that foundation. That's number one, build that foundation strong. It, it, you know, it's about strong teams that, that are inclusive and diverse. It's, in, it's integrated and foundational systems. So, you know, as I said, building that integration machine, um, mm -hmm. building trust with potential sellers, as they said, that we will take care mm -hmm. of their business and their people um, moving fast, but safe safely. So we want to move fast, but we want to do it in the right way. We don't want, you know, we, you know, our, as we talked about, our people are the most important thing and they're our most yeah. important um, part of the organization. Mm -hmm. And so we have to move fast, but we got to do it in a safe, safe manner. Um, yeah, people that know me and will get to know me, that is, uh, I would challenge the status quo. I, um, I like to push us a little bit out of our comfort zone. And so, you know, I, I believe that we have the ability to do special things that we never would have thought we could do. And so I'm going to help the team realize that I'm going to, when, you know, when people say, Oh, you know, we can't do that. Or, Oh, there's no way we can do that. I'm saying, are you sure? Let's, let's try. <laughs> ready, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's try. Sure? We can do it. We, and um, yeah. as my IT team in, in, in Canada, you know, I'm always trying to push them because it, it, I know they can do it. And I I've seen, I've seen what they've been, what they're able to accomplish. And, and I know that all of us sometimes underestimate our abilities. And so, you know, I'm just that coach that's trying to say, Hey, I think we can do just a little bit better. Or, you know, let's, let's try and, yeah, right and get everybody excited about uh -huh. trying that. And so, um, so I will challenge the status quo. Um, and then, like I said, just telling the story about the great things of Parkland and encouraging others that, you know, I want people to say, I want to be part of that kind of like, when I left Kroger and all of a sudden I found Parkland, I started looking at the financials. I started meeting people. I, start, I met Doug. I met um, Bob, our CEO. I met all these folks. And I go, I want to be part of that. Like, that's where I want to be. And that's, the, you know, they, they align with my values. They, you know, it, it just, that's a team that I want to be part of. And so I want that same feeling for others is, is that I want to tell that story so people can go, Hey, I want to be part of that. Yeah, that's a great way to recruit great talent. Is they're coming to you versus you yep. having to go find them because they see what all the great work that y'all are doing. You can listen, and then if you're listening, you haven't if you haven't checked out some of the episodes with the C store managers and the drivers, you can hear their passion in those episodes. So make sure you check those out. So, Jay, what's been your first impression of the team so far? Um. Wow. Passionate. As you just said, um, everybody has been very passionate about the business. They really care and they really care about the role that they play and, and the impact that they make. Um, they want to be successful. Um, and I'm just so happy to be part of it. Um, you know, I, like, as I said earlier, I've been part of several other organizations and um, I've never experienced such a talented group of people who are really humble and also motivated to build something great and, and that we can all be proud of. And so um, that humble piece and, and, and it's, you know, it's one of our core values, but it's just um, humble, but, but willing to take on the world and, 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 mm. and take care of our customers and, and really do some great things. And so um, that's pretty cool because you don't get that a lot of times. We are looking for drivers. Know a safe CDL licensed driver? Refer them to Parkland USA, and if we hire them, you'll get an employee referral bonus. 
Bonuses range from $1,000 to $2,000 depending upon the rock and the need for drivers. Please spread the word and let your dispatcher or people and culture manager know of any potential leads. You are listening to the Wedding Drive Podcast. Now back to the show with your host, Ben Fanning. Where do you see the biggest potential so far? Yeah, so, um, you know, the growth, I think, I think you know, the biggest potential right now is just um, we got to have to get our systems um, common. We have to get everybody comfortable with those systems mm-hmm. and get everybody trained and get everybody through the, the change management. Um, Cause you can have the greatest system, but if you don't know how it works or you're not comfortable with it, or you're still kind of going through that change curve, um, it just feels uncomfortable. And so yeah. getting everybody on the same systems, um, getting everybody trained, getting everybody getting everybody in a good place with these systems and making sure the systems are doing what we, what we need them to do. I think that's to me um, uh, going to be a great opportunity. And so I'll, I will have the IT teams for Parkland USA as well as the integration teams helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, that'll be a strong focus there is to really get integrated um, and that foundational systems in place. So then we can bring other organizations on and we can bring them on quickly. What's the one trait you'd like to instill on in every employee? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so other, when other I, than wrestling, of course. Uh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, wrestling. Really when did. you're a kid. You're, yeah. Well, I, I probably would throw back a little bit to COVID as we talked about COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. You know, let's walk back, you know, gosh, how, what is it? 18 months now, 15, 16 yeah. months. Well. Um, prior to that, you know, how we were going about, are running our business or other organizations were running their businesses, you know, everybody thought, Oh yeah, we're doing the, we're doing great. And we, we, we got a handle on this. And then COVID came and we realized really, really quickly that we had to adapt. Um, and so mm-hmm. I would say the one trait that I think every business needs to have um, and COVID has really kind of proved it is that the ability to adapt or what I like to say, flexibility. Um, mm-hmm. It's that quick evolution. And so, you know, look at how how we started getting food um, either delivered or you'd pick it up from a convenience store or pick it up from a grocery store. You know, some of those trends evolved so quickly because if you didn't, some of these, some of these uh, organizations we're out of business. If you know the, yeah, the only way that quickly. they can, yes, yeah, the only, the only way they can make revenue is to adapt their business to how can we do business now so that we can stay in business. And so, mm-hmm. um, I, I just, I just see the the world's not going to slow down. It's just going to continue to speed up. And as an organization, all of our, you know, all of us need to be able to have the ability to adapt. Um, and as as things get thrown at us, we just have to figure it out and we have to, to evolve yeah. and we have to adapt and be flexible. And I think that's going to be essential uh, to our business. And I think it's the one trait that is becoming more and more important. Yeah. I love that. And it totally fits with you know, your leadership model, even that, you know, the, the experience you share with us earlier when you were at Kroger and then taking on that twist and how you adapted in your career to, to great success. And then using that in COVID and things are changing at a rapid pace. And so instilling that in every employee uh, is no small challenge, but a very worthwhile one to take on. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think sometimes, you know, people 
you know, because the world is moving so quickly. And I think sometimes um, we probably ask ourselves or we ask it out in public and we say, you know, when's this going to slow down or when's this going <laughs> to, when, when's it going to become normal? Yeah. We can, and, we can and take a break from all this crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think the, 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 the answer to that is actually, it is the normal, you know, the, the, this, this sped up evolution, this sped up is the new normal. And so in six months in a year, it'll be the new normal again. And so, um, you know, it, the world point. just continues yeah. to speed up. And so um, that's why I think it's important that we we just get into a point where we adapt and and we kind of go with that change and ex- expect that it's going to be part of our lives. So when you leave Parkland USA one day, what do you think you'll be most proud of? Your well, legs. Um, Oh man. A small question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're hitting me with some pretty tough ones. So, um, what, what, what I would want people to say if, you know, about the business or, or my leadership, uh, you know, after I leave would be that, you know, that we built a successful business, Hmm. um, that valued our employees and made an impact in the communities that we serve. You know, if, 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 if we treated people right, we built a successful business and, and, and we really gave people jobs and, 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 and then we took care of the communities that we served in. I think that's all I would ask is that, um, you know, we, we did those three things. So to wrap it up here, what are three success strategies that every Parkland USA employee should know? Oh gosh, only three. So, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, there's so many out there, but, uh, uh, I, I would start with, and it's something that I, I kind of preach, um, goes back to kind of what controlling what you can't control Mm -hmm. it's it's um displaying a positive attitude you know to me attitude is everything um showing up at work every day with a positive attitude is probably one of the greatest things that you can do um you know for for the organization for your career um for our customers um i know it's tough i know sometimes you know, but, you know, our customers are coming to us and, and, you know, and they're, they're giving us money and, and they're engaging us and they want us to, you know, to, to, to be there for them. And so really having that positive attitude and taking care of our customers and, you know, and, and putting that happy face on, I think it's important. You know, I, as I talked about, I learned that at a real early age and, and it's kind of stayed with me and is that, you know, you can change a, You can change a person's day by just being positive. You know, they come into the store, mm-hmm. maybe they're having the worst day. Like, you know, you know, somebody ran into their car, you know, they ran out of gas, whatever it may be. And they come in and they experience one of our employees, whether it's a store, whether it's a driver, whether whatever it may be. And we actually are very positive. We have the ability to change their day. We have the ability to wow them with our, with, with how we treat them that they can walk out and go, I feel better, like, like, you know, totally turn it around and and make that a wow. And so I think that's a pretty special thing that we have the ability to do. Um, Sometimes we kind of have a tendency, we can look at it like, oh, gosh, you know, another upset customer. But if you take that customer and you turn it around and you make them, you know, you you make them happy, like it actually gives you a really good sense of like, man, that's cool. That worked out great. I like that. And so positive attitude. Um, adopt that learning mindset. So, you know, as, as I talked about ability to adapt, I think it's that learn ability to a learning mind because, you know, we got to be self-starters and, you know, you're going to come into a job and, and sometimes people are going to explain to you, you know, how to do it. And sometimes maybe you didn't get the best training or whatever it may be, but we have to be self-starters and, and we just have to kind of dig in a little bit. And so, you know, ask questions, you know, sh- you know, you know, 
do some research, show some initiative. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're stuck, ask, raise your hand and ask some questions. But I think, um, you know, that positive attitude, adopting that learning mindset, and then I'm going to, hopefully I'm not going to get in trouble, but I'm going to share, I have two more. So I have a total of four. Okay. Um, cause well, I, I just have, a, I have say three plus a bonus strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three, three plus one. Um, establishing a strong work ethic. And, and just like my parents taught me back when I was, you know, young, um, you know, a strong work ethic shows that, you know, that you take the job serious and it's about quality and commitment. Um, it also shows, shows us that, you know, that you, that you care and, and shows that you have the, you know, the potential to do a lot more with the organization. And, you know, I, so I put it out there because, you know, I think work ethic, says a lot about about you as an individual and and you know you can really grow with the organization with that strong work ethic and and then the last thing is um going the extra mile and and that kind of as i said is you know you that customer that comes in and upset you know you can just take their money and give them their product and and have them go on their day or you can you can try to go the extra mile and and try to change that you know, the day for them or, or, you know, see that they're having a bad day and help them out or it's your teammate. You know, you know, we, we all have that pick that day, you know, we all wake up in the morning where we're going, Oh, today's not going to be the great day. And, and having a teammate that says, Hey, you know what? I got you. You know, I can tell that you're having a tough one. I'm, I got your back. We're going to work together and we're going to make this great. And, and, you know, that, that Mm -hmm. person that raises their hand and says, Hey, I know there's an extra project and, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Um, or I'll help out, you know, just going the extra mile. And so, um, so I'll, I'll kind of repeat it because like I said, you know, this is a, something kind of special to my heart is that displaying the positive attitude, um, adopting that learning mindset, establishing that strong work ethic and going the extra mile. You do those things and you will be so successful at Parkland. You will be a hmm. rock star and we will be, you know, so proud of you. Um, and I'll be giving you a high five when I'm, when I'm coming. <laughs> Jay's playbook. For success right there. So what's your parting word here? Or we cover it all? Yeah, I, I think my, my parting word word is is that um I'm I'm fortunate and and really appreciative of the opportunity to to serve in this this new role, um, to help us build this team, to help be the coach as we really grow and and uh, and build this company out five times, ten times, whatever it may be that we do, um, you know, to build a strong team, to really work together as one, and uh, you know, it's just to me, it's just. Um, just happy to be part of it and, and uh, look forward to the, to, to meeting everyone, getting out into the rocks and, and stores and, and trucks. And uh, so I'm just, I'm just really jazzed about that and look forward to, to meeting everyone out there and um, appreciate everything that you do um, every day. All right. You heard it from Jay, the COO of Parkland USA. Make sure to look for him out on the road. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. Thank you. Your health matters. Sitting all day isn't great for our health, and incorporating physical activity into your day helps counteract that. Our motion program is open to all employees and literally pays you to walk. You earn free money by walking a certain number of steps per day. This money is applied to your HSA bank account and can be used directly to pay for any doctor's visits, prescriptions, or anything else you'd use your health insurance for. The maximum amount of money you can earn over the year is $1,100. Many of our employees have lost significant weight, gotten healthier, 
and even slept better since they joined Motion. Reach out to your dispatcher and people and culture manager for information on how to get started. It's that easy. Thanks for listening to the Winning Drive Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode soon.